1: Hey, I'm JB, and I'm Doug, and And we we are are your Kraken Captains. Welcome, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Kraken Captains podcast. Well, Doug, what's got you excited in this episode? What can the people expect?
0: Well, I tell you what, JB, I'm really stoked to break down these last games as usual, but I want to know what everyone, including you, think about the trades so far, and before we get into it. I want to show support from our small podcast to the Ukrainian people because that's the most important thing going on in the world right now. So, uh,
1: Absolutely. Uh, yep. We stand with Ukraine. We stand with the, the Ukrainian people. Well, other than that, let's get right into it. All right. Let's get into the maelstrom. The maelstrom, maelstrom, maelstrom. The- Okay,
0: February 27th, Seattle Kraken were in San Jose. Philip Grubauer stopped 21 of 24. Morgan Geeky scored the only goal for the Kraken. Two of the young guys on the Sharks scored their first goals, uh, Reedy and Gajovic, but all in all, the Kraken lost 3-1. to
1: Yeah, it's always tough, you know, when you get the – Young rooks scoring on you, and it's like, oh, two firsts for you. Well, it can't even stop the young kids. But, yeah, another one down the drain. But the, it's good because February's over. We're headed into March, and the sky's looking blue. Nashville coming into the greenhouse March 2nd, and what a game. The boys were up to their old tricks early in this one, allowing two goals before coming to life in the second period where they set a new franchise record for scoring three goals in 2 minutes and 49 seconds. Winberg opened the floodgates, followed by tallies from Yarncrock and Gord. Uh, Matt Duchesne of the Predators scores late for Nashville, and we enter the third all knotted up. It was all cracking in the third. Blackwell going back to the well. Scores a shorty. Uh, the landlord Dreger played with poise and found a way to close out the game despite the Predators' best efforts. And it was crazy to see the output in that second period. Uh, for a brief period of time, you could almost smell blood in the water. Like if they had just gotten one more goal, um, they would have just crushed the Predators' will uh, and probably would have finished that game. But we did come out with a victory, four to three, in that one. So starting March that off right.
0: Nice one to beat Nashville. That's sweet.
1: And that's the, the first win we got against those guys to start the season. First ever win. So it's like continuing that trend.
0: Love seeing points from around the team. Blackwell scoring. Winning. Seeing Wenberg. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. And then uh, March 5th in Washington, D.C., the Kraken lost 5-2 to to the Capitals. Chris Drieger was in net stopping 20 of 24 shots. Capitals put two up early in the game, but Eunice Donskoy gets one before the end of the first period. And then Colin Blackwell starts the second period off with a goal to tie it up. So it was it was looking tight. It was tight. But the Capitals put two more home before getting the empty net goal, making it a 5-2 loss for the Kraken.
1: Yeah, and one of them was from Ovi, like in the same spot he scored every single goal of his whole freaking career, just saying – it's uh, like, hey, he, it looks like Ovechkin's moving over to that spot. Maybe somebody want to get over there and get in the way, but nah. So he tallies an, another one on us on his march to, you know, all-time goal scorer. So there you go. But, you know, bing bong boom. We, Seattle, you know, gets uh, gets to go up to Canada. Um Try to forget about that loss in Washington on the eighth of March. Head up to Toronto and uh, lose six to four to, to the Maple Leaves. Um, this one they kind of fell apart. Um, they allowed three power play goals. Um, Susie the Seuss Car- did get Seussie. loose. Yeah, and gotta he, love it. Yeah, he scored. Winnie scores another one. Winberg um, from Eberle and Johansson. Blackwell scores another shorty. That's three goals in a row. That line maybe like so early, like the McCann-Schwartz-Eberle line had a lot of chemistry, but they've kind of gone away from that, I think, mostly because Schwartz was injured for so long. But this yep. Blackwell-Gord-Appleton line has got a lot of chemistry. You watch it building, uh, and those shorties, a lot of them... At least one of them came on like a beautiful, you know, one-time setup pass from Yanni Gord. So they're uh, starting yeah. to feel each other out. But, yeah, it wasn't enough. Um, and and Schwartz, uh, you know, actually came back in this game. And he he did, you know, hit the score sheet. So it feels good to see him do that. But, but you know, just couldn't hold off the Leafs' big guns. Marner, Tavares, Austin Matthews, um, Austin Matthews gets himself a hat trick. Um so the Canadian woes continue. This team has not won a game to date in Canada.
0: Yeah, Toronto's really good though.
1: Toronto's a really good team. Well, they got like a lot of good they're guys. good now. They'll be awful come June. <laughs> it
0: didn't get it didn't get any better for the Kraken when they moved on March tenth to Ottawa. They lost four to three. And it was an overtime loss, so at least we came away with a point. Right. Once again, Drieger takes the net. Senators put up three goals in the first period. And the play evened up a bit to where it was back and forth, you know, without a goal all the way until the third period uh, someone scored again. And it was Jared McCann putting up his 22nd goal of the season.
1: McCann can.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Donato and Appleton followed it up to tie the game up with about seven minutes left. And then the cracking captain, Mark Giordano, took a bad tripping penalty in overtime, and the Sens capitalized with a power play goal to win 4-3 in overtime.
1: Yeah, it was a bad penalty. That's a heartbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in, a, in the overtime when it's already 4-on-4, four four, that's a lot of open ice, 4-on-3, you know. You're going to find those spots. And so, it, it, or oh, is it? Yeah, it's, just, it's tough. It's so tough. Yeah, and yeah. and to like come back from that because early in that game they looked like garbage. Like they, yeah, like, like the Senators
0: put three up in the first period, and you're like, oh, it's three zero. We're done. Yep. no, like I, people change the channel and stuff at that point. Yeah, you know. But For sure. they, I mean, yeah. Then they just it like. They just got in sync, started playing their game.
1: Yeah, and, and this put, was this was cool because it's you know one of those like normally this team historically this season has like ah oh, fade fade away, but they were actually like coming yeah. up in the third period like yeah we we're coming back. So yeah, Roll, they, rolled with punches and they punched back exactly, and they took that energy into Montreal on March twelfth, uh, where they won. 4-3 to three in a shootout that went seven rounds. The one thing I can say here is GROO! Uh, this was a game of emotion and perseverance. This was that something you could hang your hat on where they, they had to fight and claw and always like n- n- can't have these letdowns to be able to win this game. Yanni Gord opened the game by scoring a shorthanded goal. So you're seeing a trend. For some reason right now, this team is finding ways to score shorties, which is cool. Appleton. Shortly thereafter, uh, had a goal called back for offsides, which I thought was honestly a bad call. When you see it, uh, the replay. His, I, I felt his gate was still on the line, so I don't know. But, but Donato tallied a goal late in period one, and we go into the second up two to one. In the second, we tallied an elusive power play goal uh, by McCann. Uh, McCann, the twenty-five million dollar man. Uh, who finds Mm. the back of the net five minutes into period two. And we looked in control in this game, three to one entering the third. And that's where the perseverance comes in because the momentum swung immediately the Canadians way. They scored early in the third. And as time was beginning to wane, Adam Larson scored an own goal on a tip, which you just hate. So uh, those type of situations with this team this season have crushed them where they just couldn't come back from it you know it's like for some reason their energy is like oh it's something happened to us <laughs> and they just, but in this game that wasn't the case they they survived the rest of the game went into ot and grubauer was a menace he made a he flashed the leather and made a glove save that was incredible to save that game and get it into a shootout Um, yeah, he was standing on his head, uh, keeping those guys in it. And at one point in the OT, they're trying to like go fast. And one of the Canadian players gets all tied up with him on purpose to make it so he can't like get rid of the puck. So they blow the whistle and he gets all pissed and he's shoving him and you're like, yeah, that's the kind of energy we want. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's what they took into the, the, uh, shootout and it went seven rounds without a goal. Um, so You know, both goalies stopped every shot. And then Marcus Johansson put it away. Um, So the Kraken conquer the Great White North on this night, beating the Canadiens. So finally can get that monkey off our back. We can apparently win in Canada. It's happened. It's It's happened. happened. It's happened.
0: In regulation, well, that has yet to be determined.
1: Right. And then the last game... Uh, was just uh, March what sixteenth day before yeah. St. Patrick's yes, Day did. against the uh, two time, two time, three time Stanley Cup champions, two consecutive time uh, here in the last two years, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that one was. Not even really worth discussing. The Tampa Bay Lightning are good. Yanni Gord, the trade over from Tampa, was the only one to score a goal. Um, and it was funny because there were a lot of Lightning fans in the stands and they. They're all mad they were, down here. I'm were, in Florida
0: and they're all mad that Yanni Gord is in Seattle. Oh, yeah. They she love him. Like, when somebody he's... shows up to the ice rink with a, a Seattle jersey or hat on. And I've seen a couple of – I've seen it happen a couple of times. They're like, how's Yanni Gore doing, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they, they
1: cheered for him, you know, when he scored the goal. So that was kind of funny. They're like,
0: oh, cool. Yeah, they love him. They got a lot of love for him down here. Yeah.
1: Well, he yeah, and we do, we do up here. So uh, fair right. trade to me. Thanks.
0: He's yeah, he's good.
1: Yeah. So – He's good. Those are the games. Um, now we it's can. Nice
0: to get that out of the way. Nice yeah. to get that out of the way.
1: You know, it's fun. Everybody knows. We all watched him. Yep. And if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. So I got a question. Does Haxtall not like Hayden Fleury, or what's the deal? Because he sat him in his return to Carolina. I think he sat him in the first Carolina game we played, and then this was his return to Carolina, and they did a little like you know, tribute to him or whatever, I guess. But he wasn't, the, he didn't suit up. So what's hmm. the deal with that? Yeah, what's up with that? Who knows? It's a mystery. Perplexing. I mean, it just seems a little petty or whatever. Petty. And Dave Hackstall
0: doesn't seem like that kind of coach. He seems right. like the player's coach. You know what I mean? He seems like the guy that's always on your side. Yeah. To sit him sit him in his hometown, it's kind of like, mm. I don't know. I'm gonna tuck that one
1: in my back pocket. I don't know uh, exactly what to think about that right now. But you know, if this becomes like a pattern, and you're like, "Oh, there's just people he doesn't like or whatever," and he just, because he's been called up multiple times since then, and I, I think he, you know, he plays great, but I'm not. I'm not setting up the lineup and looking at other teams. And yeah, you don't know if it's just Hackstall
0: or if there's other if there's other players involved in moving, you know, characters from the the bench to not the bench. You don't know who's telling him to do that. It might be Dave Hackstall. Yeah, Hackstall. It might be. <laughs> it <might> be anybody. <laughs> yeah, it
1: could be any number of Ron
0: things. Francis might be telling him. Yeah, don't do it. The boy sits, get a little fire under his ass.
1: <laughs> it's possible. It's definitely possible. So yeah, it's just something that piqued my interest, and in, because you typically, I don't think you see that type of stuff. You know no, that you're—he's going home. It's like the first season, you know, and so people every are single like team,
0: every guy, there's always like, we just traded this guy. It's like his first game back. Ooh, they have a little ceremony for him. It's like, dude, he just got traded. It happens all the time in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. But every guy, every time. Right. It's like some guys got to go out and do a little dance. <laughs> they got to have a sweaty guy to talk to in between intermissions. True. You know, mm-hmm. and then they got to have the guys come out that did the best at the end of the game and wave at the crowd. Right.
1: Yeet the fish, as they say around here. <laughs> Heck yeah! That is good. Yeah. So, yeah, we already mentioned the Blackwell, Appleton, Gord line and that chemistry. I think that's cool to watch. Makes me wonder, you know, about the core of players and things like that that are going to be sticking around. And I mean, they're certainly coming from something.
0: Coming from being a Rangers fan, Blackwell was the trade from the Rangers, and I'd just love to see him you know, being successful. He, I always thought he was good when he was playing for them and watching him play now. It's just like, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm talking about. He, he didn't to score
1: too short and a goal. So he's always hustling to the puck and, and yeah, he, yeah. he works really yeah. hard.
0: So. Yeah. Brandon Tanev back out there and you got a pretty serious team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And it's just I'm... interesting
0: to see what's going to happen with the rest of the trades and what what's going on with all that
1: yeah, but we got uh, we got Cole Lind, who got called up actually like three times during this stretch to play. and and I think he played really, really well. I think he, you know, I think there's some stuff going on, but I think he deserves a little bit more time because um, from what I saw, he's you know finding the puck and finding the open man and and you know, digging pucks out and doing the dirty work at the corners, the rounded corner. <laughs> And and yeah, so yeah. um the interesting thing to me though is like Donskoy, they he they recently put him on injured reserve and that's the last time Cole got called up and I, part of me just wonders if they're like chucking him away to save on um, the salary cap or something like. I, I didn't see, like, he had, like, an upper body injury, but he played, like, three games after it, and then they're like, oh, he's on injured reserve now. And I'm like, eh, you want to put him under wraps because you're waiting until next season, going to let these young guys get a shot or something?
0: I think the Kraken's got a lot of talent sitting on the back burner right now, actually. Like, just having this conversation and thinking about it with Cole Lind and... what are the, Who are the brothers? Hayden? Hayden Isn't and he- Kale Flurry and... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and then Alexander True is is still playing down there too, right? So, yeah,
1: and you got Riker Evans who's just killing it, and uh, of course Maddie Bernier. Berniers, Bern-
0: Berniers yeah. yeah, yeah. So
1: and then and then yeah, yeah.
0: So we got a lot of. We, I mean, this season might not have left you know a twinkle in many a fan's eyes, but. The future is looking pretty bright.
1: Yeah, we're building for sure. And speaking of building, what uh what about McCann? Signs a five-year twenty-five million dollar extension with the team.
0: Five for twenty-five. You said it, JB. You said, sign the man. And they did. They listened to you. They Fine. know they're listening. I they're think, listening.
1: Yeah, I think. Oh, you know, he also is the number one goal scorer. Like, has the most goals scored by any player who moved to a new team this year. So he's making good on on the investment, and I think we saw it early on, and all, clearly everybody else did. And you know, these things just take time. And yeah, I think you got to do them in the right time and in the right season and whatever. Yeah, no, he's good. They they knew what they're doing. I you know
0: five for 25 is that's a deal for him he
1: yeah he'll I think be worth that be later good. on i think yeah he's gonna be good for a long time and he's probably gonna, i i i think he's gonna outplay that contract when they get to the end of it you're gonna look and be like oh yeah we got him for a bar, i think he already is <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah so the pieces are falling as they say and we'll get into a little more of that later on but before we get out of the maelstrom, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that Ovechkin scored his 767th goal, um, passing Jaromir Jagr for third all time on the list. So the march continues. Yeah, we've we've all known it was coming. We're we've number seen, one. We've seen we've seen it's like the.
0: It's like the road to WrestleMania for <laughs> <Yeah>. Alex Ovechkin.
1: <laughs> well, well, advertised.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 they've been, we've been, mm-hmm. we've been, been pushing about it. it for a while now, and but, but I mean, if know, he gets, you that, got your name. He's uh, he's Ovi, so it's like it's it's not like having your name surpass Yager is anything new for him because he's. He's a force He's to be reckoned now in his career, In the yeah. league, right? Yeah. Exactly. People yeah. know who Alex Ovechkin is. Anybody who knows about hockey knows who Alex Ovechkin is. It's like asking if you know who Sid Crosby Right. Is. Even if
1: you don't and you're like, name a hockey player, that's probably the most likely name that will come up in this era, you know. For somebody who doesn't watch hockey. I would imagine so, hockey, yeah. Oh, I, I've heard of that uh, Ovechkin guy. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that's the guy. Nice. It's like Tom Brady in football. Like, if you don't follow mm-hmm. football, you still know who Tom Brady is because – no one can stop talking about him unretiring. Yeah, he's like the Michael <laughs> Jordan of
0: of you know two thousand and tens right. and twenties
1: hockey. Or he's the LeBron James. <laughs> if you don't want to anger people who are like Gretzky is the Jordan of oh, hockey.
0: Don't you oh, care? <laughs> yeah.
1: Anything otherwise? I just meant. I just meant
0: <laughs> this decade. That's all. it's like this. he's good. The guys know he's good. We know. Yeah, yeah, Everybody totally. Knows.
1: So, anyways, congratulations <laughs> to Ovechkin. Uh, I I will be impressed if he actually does break the record. Because growing up as a kid, I was like, impossible. It's impossible. So it'll be fun <laughs> to to see that happen. Um, but anyway, that is the maelstrom. in the community. Well, we're here. We need to find out what is cracking in, in the community. Why so, don't
0: you tell us what's been cracking in the community, JB?
1: I can do that. I want to talk about the 32 crew. Um, I we've mentioned them before, but we're getting, you know, to the end of the season. I think it's worth mentioning these guys again, um, because it's everyone. Um, you as you know fans know, they retired the number 32 um, because of 32,000 fans um, that, you know, <clears throat> signed up to get tickets on the first day and kind of for the
0: declared team. to
1: the world, yeah, for the 30 second franchise. declared to the world that Seattle is a hockey town and wants a hockey team. Well, like in a resounding way. So, um, the 32 Crew is the official fan club of the Seattle Kraken. And uh, the people that are running it are really fun, um, really gen- uh, generous and kind-hearted. And they do some really cool events. Um, they throw a
0: great party.
1: Yeah, they we they, 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 they had a totally watch cool. party early on in the season. Um, they... The team hooked them up on three two. They declared it, declared it like uh, Kraken day..
0: Oh, and they
1: right. made like special pucks and stuff. and they gave the thirty two They gave the the um thirty two crew like forty eight tickets, I think. It's like forty eight or fifty tickets to give out to to fans to fill that stadium on Kraken Day with Kraken fans. And, you know, I, who who do you hear of, of doing that stuff? And so, you know, they, they did it in a random way and they said, Hey, we want to give them to people who haven't been able to come to a game and, uh, trying to distribute them that way. And it's just a lot of fun. I've connected with a lot of these guys and gals in, uh, in the community and social media and stuff like that. And they're doing some really cool things. We, we just had a watch party at the 32 bar and grill um which is the restaurant there in the facility the community iceplex up in north seattle Um, and that was for the montreal game the the shootout game um so just just fun fun stuff uh that's happening with the 32 crew they've got you know merch and all these different things, cool shirts and hats and stuff, but they do like
0: raffles and all sorts of cool stuff,
1: right? Yeah. Giveaways. But more than that, it's free. There's no, and it's for the fans. So it's (laughs) it's a fan group. So if you haven't heard of them, you can find them on social media um, and, and everywhere, really 32 crew hats and and things everywhere. So um, I think definitely check them out and there's going to be another watch party uh, tentatively on the, 26th of March, which I'm going to go to that one, too. Um, it's just fun hanging out with those guys and watching the team w- even when they're away. So, um, Hell yeah. That's the 32, 32 crew. I actually just uh, ordered wow. a, a shirt and got a keychain and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward
0: nice. to that. Nice. I want some stuff. I'm going to have to order some yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll throw some pictures up on social media when they arrive. But don't feel bad, Doug, because you're getting that stick. <laughs> it's pretty clear that the, the Kraken are not going to the playoffs. So the playoffs I are the, bet, the Playoff so.
0: run is looking pretty bleak at this yeah. point.
1: The math isn't quite over yet, but uh, I think we're sellers at the trade deadline.
0: So. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Forget about it. They got so much going on right now. Right. Yeah. Let's, you
1: know. Hey, they're building. They're building. Um, so yeah, that's, that's right. the 32 crew. And then the other kind of cool thing that they're doing, the Kraken have partnered partnered with uh, Washington Lottery and they're doing a legendary fans competition where you basically like submit yourself as like the best fan um, and then people vote for you. So um, oh, they have man. like We've different categories, cool like best outfit basically. Like there's a guy who dresses yeah. up as Zoidberg and I think – he has yeah, like a we've seen good books, ones at
0: the, at the arena you know? for sure.
1: Um, and then they have like, you know, the wave maker, who's the one who gets everyone excited, and they have all these different names for him. They even have like a best best doggo fan. Oh, the guy that plays yeah. the organ
0: from the slapshot movies. That guy should definitely be the legendary fan.
1: I no, think the legendary heard... fan, a lot of people are saying Barr, the guy who was responsible for uh you know, hockey to see NHL to Seattle and kind of spearheaded that. So we'll see how it shakes out. But if you're interested in that and you want to go out and vote, there it is. So (laughs) got some friends on there. Um, Caitlin V and owner of Vince Dunn stick. These are all Twitter handles. Um, Some people out in uh, it's uh, at Madeiras out in uh, New Orleans. Uh, So go vote for my pals. Okay. Plug over. (laughs) Pretty cool though. I mean, you know, they're gonna get like uh tickets to a game and, and some swag bags and stuff like that. it's just fun. So just another cool thing that they're doing.
0: You know, when you go to a you go to a sports game and like you're watching the Titan Tron during you know, whatever intermission or whoever's up on the thing. They just some people they go nuts when they go to these things. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it fun, you know what I mean?
1: Totally, yeah, yeah. It, you're just
0: like I don't know. You got to get into it. Oh, people get into it. They get serious, and it's awesome.
1: <laughs> Speaking of the last game against the Lightning, uh, Washington no longer has a mask mandate, so they finally did the smile cams. No longer flossing, and that was that was hilarious because it looked like a bunch of people forgot how to smile because they've been wearing masks for so long. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, oh, that that looked kind of creepy. You better look in the mirror. <laughs> Your your smile needs work. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that is what's cracking in, in the community. Cracking so, in the community. Now we need to journey into the alley where what the puck resides.
0: My favorite segment. What the puck? What the puck? What what the, what? The?
1: Well, you wanna kick it off? Yeah, the Cali the Yarn news? Kroc
0: was traded to Calgary in second for second round pick in twenty twenty two, a third round pick in twenty twenty three, and a seventh round pick in twenty twenty four, plus the Kraken are keeping half the half his salary. It's like a million bucks they gotta pay left on his because it was a one year yeah. thing. So you tell him
1: again, I was talking over you. Who got traded? Callie Yarn Kroc.
0: Oh tally. no! Cali no. will tally no more.
1: Say it, ain't crack it. So. Dude, I am uh, I'm bummed. I love old Iron Hook. You have to, and I mean, you know, it's it happens
0: on every season to every team. You he was get, one you of my attached like, to like one guy, yeah, and it's just and then
1: he was my sneaky favorite. He was like flying under the radar. And I was Calgary. Just like, maybe here's, he's here's just a- not good enough. But, I mean, we knew. We talked about this. We're like, dude, he's getting hot. He, he had been coming on all season. And I think in the last, like, month and a half, you were just like, this guy's. in all the The Kraken has to do something.
0: They got to make moves. We yeah, know that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows they have to make moves. The moves that they decide to make are going to break people's hearts. It's, it's, yeah, so it's now, unavoidable. It happens every, every game every team
1: <laughs> but think, so think about this but though this, I mean this is
0: the thing. sorry to interrupt they fine. traded him to Calgary and like that's where I thought Geo was going so if they're gonna make a trade with Calgary wouldn't if they wanted him wouldn't they have made that part of the deal
1: well that's the thing I don't think they do I think he's uh based on the market some of the other defensemen that have gone I don't think they can't afford, or even, or they're like, we're not hurting that much on the defensive side to so want to they, get you. They
0: left him unprotected during the draft, and now they're leaving him untraded the before the deadline. <laughs> when he was Dude, like, "I'd love to, I'd love to go back."
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be really heartbreaking for him too if they win the cup and he doesn't end up there. You know, it's like, seriously, mm-hmm. guys, sixteen years. <laughs> I've been a captain for five, or whatever it is. Like, no, it's fine. absolutely true.
0: Fine. It's but
1: absolutely true. I would say, back on the yarn crock thing, if, you know, Ron Francis... First of all, if Ron Calgary's, Francis not winning, is,
0: Calgary's not winning the cup.
1: You can quote me on that. No Canadian team is going to win the if, cup. You if know the Calgary rules. Calgary wins the
0: cup, you can keep the stick.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. No, but what I was going to say is, if Ron Francis is going to get this kind of Return on the investment, then trades he makes are are as good as gold because I mean, a second round pick in 2022, a third round pick in 2023, and a seventh in 2024 I think is a I mean, a second round pick is a great pick. The whole iron hook that's pretty good, yeah. And you know, I wish him the best of luck, so and then on the whole (coughs) geo thing, yeah, I think it's going to be a team. We don't expect. Like in my head, I heard somebody say Toronto and I was like, Oh, it's not even like on my radar. But I was thinking Carolina. You know, they're I competitive. He, I don't
0: think he's gonna get traded.
1: <laughs> that would be interesting because here's another kind of what the puck thing going on. I I think he is because they celebrated him I think he I think he is because they celebrated his 1,000th game. He played it in Washington.
0: That's what we should have. We I should have said that during that during that game we talked about. And, yeah, it was his 1,000th game.
1: We got it right here. That's all good. So, the, But the point is, like, they, they set up this whole, like, thing. They're like, we're going to do a tribute to, to Gio when he gets home. And then they put him on ice. He didn't even play. So he had to, like, walk out there, you know, in a suit and tie – to get oh his, like, watch yes. and all the things. It was really cool tribute, you know. They had a video and they had his dad, like, narrate it. Um, so, it was really, really awesome. <clears throat> but it it was just, you could tell, like, there's some money thing going on behind the scenes. Like, they've got him in bubble wrap because if he were to go out and play and get injured, it would ruin whatever trade value he has. So, I think he is going because of that. But I could yeah. see what okay. you're saying. I can see that. Like, hey, we're not getting the right value for him. You know, it's not trade the captain. But we'll find out come Saturday, I think. It's not going to, because when's the trade deadline end?
0: I'm not exactly sure at this moment. No, neither am I. <laughs> Let's look.
1: And Let's the look. editor. We're horrible people. <laughs> These producers didn't give us the info <laughs> oh, we needed. <laughs> It's all right. We've got a secondary producer. Our secondary producer Googles pretty quick.
0: Yeah. March twenty (laughs) first. March twenty-first is Monday. Yeah, so so they got through the weekend and that's it.
1: We got a game on Saturday, and if he doesn't play that game, he's gone. So
0: Yeah. If somebody wants him, if somebody'll pick him up. The thing is, like it doesn't always work out that way, JB. Sometimes you got you only got 31 other teams. And Arizona doesn't even have a rink anymore. They're playing <laughs> <at> some hokey <laughs> doke
1: rodeo or something. So <laughs> Right. We can't afford yeah. you. That you cost more than our rink. It doesn't
0: work out that way, and guys like that end up going on waivers.
1: Well, we'll just keep him.
0: I don't think I don't think he will. Come on. Don't don't quote me on that. That's not what I'm saying. But like if they were gonna trade him, Calgary would have been the prime fit. I mean, somebody else might come up and pick him up for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean who's well, it gonna be? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I would say the it, it one doesn't the it's one not necessarily like a done deal, is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, I agree. You're you're that's true. I mean, there's a barrier to entry for sure. I'm sure that Francis has a number in his head and he's like, If we don't get like this equivalent value, we're not we're not trading him because he's worth more to us here then. So, that's right. Uh, yeah, and so.
0: He's, but it he's, is interesting to kind of
1: get down here and and you know these rumors have been percolating for a long time. I think it was like 2 months ago when we first talked about it. It's like
0: That's right. That's right. He's no spring chicken though.
1: Yeah, oh, it's true. Yeah. Very true. Well, that's that's the rumors as far as the trades for the Kraken goes so far, and it'll be interesting. Who do you think is, like, another domino, you know, that yeah, might fall? Love,
0: oh, goodness, my goodness. Yeah. Like,
1: could it the, be? The stick, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where is the value? Like, you know, Larson maybe for that mid-tier like, defender? No, it's
0: not going to be McCann. Right, right,
1: yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I would have to really look into the the market and see what people need. Is like, there a bunch of need for it's, competitors and on defense, or is it offense? That's the thing rumors? about
0: trade rumors, right? They're yeah. rumors for a reason because nobody knows.
1: Only There's too the many too many
0: variables. It's all all the different teams and what they what they need and who they're looking at. You never know because yeah. people say things, and then it just you know that's just dust in the wind never comes true you know what i mean yeah uh, i thought this guy was going here but nope it ain't happening that never would ever happen
1: <laughs> right
0: so who knows who knows where Gio will go or if he'll stay
1: we'll know by monday right so we don't have to right. like fret away the monday. hours
0: <laughs> right <laughs> just now let it happen he's still our captain yep so salute
1: salute Okay, tell me, uh, tell me what's next on the slate.
0: A couple of weeks ago, in my Google feed pops up here that uh, Dominic Hashik, the old uh, Hall of Fame goaltender, played for Detroit and Buffalo, called for the NHL to suspend contracts of all Russian players in the wake of Russia's attack on the Ukraine.
1: Wow. What you, what's
0: your take on that? Yeah, he just hopped on Twitter and was like, they must whack the table. He whacked the table when he said that. They must suspend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They must. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's from Russia, right? Yeah. And and he called out Alex
0: Ovechkin for his support of Putin in 2014. Yeah. Which is kind of like, that's holding receipts. It's 2014, it's 2022 now. That's a long time.
1: Yeah, see, I think he has the benefit of not being uh in the national hockey league if he had a contract he might be singing a different tune i don't know it's like lumping everybody into uh one big pile seems weird to me like do we think that all the russian people all the people in russia really want to attack ukraine and take it over i highly doubt it so you can't just take all russian hockey players i know there's a big push and like you know, we're not accepting Russian vodka now and all these things. And, and there
0: was pressure on all the big companies that were working in Russia to pull right. out and stop, like shut down, cease operations and everything. They're trying to put right. pressure on them to, to you know, and stop what the I invasion. Think you
1: would remind, what I would remind people about when it comes to that is that a lot of that stuff is pressure on corporations. Yes, there are people that work in these corporations that are clearly suffering from it, but it's more trying to pressure those corporations to pressure the higher powers that be because that's where the money is flowing in. I mean That's right. Stoly vodka is gonna just like shutter its doors. I don't know. But no, they're, what they're you're rebranding about with hockey that's what they're, players. They're, they're gonna rebrand is hockey players and their family. Their families, like you know that. What is that gonna do? Okay, so now yeah, no so, Russian hockey players can athletes, play. We've got an hockey. astronaut
0: on the international space station that's depending on a Russian rocket to fly him back home. Right. And so, like you know, there's got to be lines drawn. I think somewhere here, but yeah. at the same time,
1: I would I know. would think about how sports like the Olympics. We just had the Olympics. How sports can really bring people together. Um, That's right. And I don't think that's something that you take away, especially, like I said, because all it really affects is hockey players and their families. And none of those people, like, no matter how much you like Ovechkin, none of those people can influence Putin to stop doing what he's doing. So you're only making people needlessly suffer. Yeah, like that's a, a lot of pressure. NHL
0: contacts just to put guys out of work and and you know.
1: Yeah. And you can be you can disagree with Ovechkin about supporting Putin in twenty fourteen or whatever and, and maybe Ovechkin regrets it. That's perfectly fine, but um I yeah, I just wouldn't that wouldn't be my I wouldn't have put that out on the old Twitter sphere. <laughs> that's for sure.
0: That's the tough thing about social media is that you're just throwing your voice out into the gray wide open where sometimes you maybe you ought to take a second thought, but maybe yeah. not. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe he's right. I think maybe stand they should, by. Maybe they should shut him down to put the pressure on where the pressure needs to be put on. And he's right and we're mistaken, but Everybody's you know, I'm a big time happen. hockey fan. I love the game. I just want to see people play because, seeing people play makes people happy, you know?
1: Well, and it would just be like if there was a strike and you had a bunch of scabs, right? You'd be like, yeah, okay, we're watching hockey, but we know we're not watching the best players in the world do their thing. So Yeah,
0: the Kraken doesn't have a lot of Russian players on the team, but if, uh, you know, if we were the 1980s Detroit team that had all them five Russian guys that –
1: (laughs) Federer
0: that won the Stanley Cup you know we'd be singing a different tune you wouldn't want to see all those guys get stopped I mean it's the thing is that hockey players getting when they were getting signed over in the early 90s that's kind of like what broke the iron curtain before anything else that they weren't trading with anybody they weren't and then like Russia began to integrate with the rest of the world after like the first hockey player came over after the miracle on ice hmm. <laughs> you know yeah and like that's a lot of like there's tons of documentaries about all that stuff
1: well like i said it's sports bring people together so let's that's, let's that's not right i mean like, the, the
0: after all the work that these guys did you know working under under the cover of night to bring these guys to play in the league back then to just like suspend their contract from now at the first sign of something, which is horrible. Don't get me wrong. Like
1: yeah, the absolutely. invasion of
0: is like, the, it's the worst thing that's happened in this millennium. Right. Since, since the pandemic, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know. Yeah. The, the more we can keep people integrated with other people, the better probably.
1: Yeah. And I, uh, I don't like the idea of lumping everybody into one group. It's not all Russians. It's like I, you know, I hear about people, Russian people around here that are getting abused, and you hear about it every time, you know. Okay. Um, and it's like those people aren't invading anyone, and nor do they yeah. want to. <laughs> you Just leave them <laughs> alone. They just want to live their lives. So no let, these, let these hockey players live their lives, Dominic. Just saying. Well said. They come in peace. I agree. Okay, well, that's that's what the pucks. so we're ready to close this baby out.
0: As always, the Kraken Captains would like to thank you, our listeners, for tuning into to another episode. Let us
1: know your thoughts. Follow us on social media and drop us a line. Let us know what you want to know about our Seattle Kraken. Thanks again, and we'll see you right back here for the next episode real Real soon. soon. Hello out there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores, at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name, and the best game Your name is the good old